0: Welcome, everyone, to Krypton to Alderaan, Episode Three, the podcast that was once a Jedi Knight, the same as your father. He wanted you to have this lightsaber.
1: (laughs) I murdered several. (laughs) Several murdered all
0: the the children. I'm one of the hosts, Joey, and we'll go with what I've been into this week. In order to get there, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. This past week, my partner's been away, so I was, like, planning on taking this week to catch up on things that she might not want to also be subject to, like I was going to go and see It Chapter 2, and I was going to watch Brightburn. And when all was said and done, my plan was to have those things as what I was into, and I didn't do either of those things. But... What I have been into, and maybe I should get the feelings lightsaber for this. (laughs) I have been into, I'm just going to say it, Four Weddings and a Funeral on Hulu. (laughs) I've laughed. I've cried. It's just so entertaining. And I've seen mixed reviews, but I'm just into it. It's like good, you know? It's like a good rom-com type situation. And there's one really funny character. He plays like one of the dads, Harish Patel plays a character. I don't know what else he's been in or anything. I've never seen him before, but he's just so funny. He's such a funny character. So give it a shot if you're into that kind of thing. Even if you're not, give it a shot anyway, because it's good to try new things. We'll go to Royce. <laughs>
1: What's up, podcast? This is Royce. So, last week, we were like, I'm burnt out on movie news and podcast news. Yeah, Marvel two weeks news. in, we're already burnt out. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> Welcome to us. But I didn't have a nerdy answer last week. And this week, we're on like the cusp of really interesting things about to happen. So, have I consumed anything interesting this week? No. But here's a list of things. You just I'm told in-
0: me that you had rice and broccoli for
1: lunch. Yeah. No, that was good. Is that what you were going to say? Because I feel like (laughs) I maybe stole your thoughts. For breakfast today. (laughs) No, no. So I don't know if you've heard, but on the Disney Plus streaming service, it's going to have the X Men 90s cartoon and the Spider Man 90s cartoon. And I'm really looking forward to binging one or both of those. And I think all the other 90s cartoons are going to be on that. Or not 90s cartoons, but all the other. Like Marvel. Marvel cartoons cartoons or whatever. X Men Evolution. Oh, good. Yeah,
0: Was that good? I don't know. I don't remember. I
1: think that's highly regarded, yeah.
0: Yeah, man. The 90s X-Men cartoon and the 90s Spider-Man cartoon were
1: great. Yeah, They were great. Remember, there was
0: even a crossover. There was like Spider-Man goes to meet the X-Men, and then
1: maybe there were some X-Men and some Spider-Man. I think there was like a Captain America and Wolverine thing in the X-Men animated show at one point. They go on like an adventure. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm really excited for that to come out. Not out yet, but looking forward to it. And then Disenchantment, that's coming out next week. So tune in next week for all the things that I did consume. And then also the Breaking Bad movie Movie. that's going to come out in early October. They released like how to binge the entire Breaking Bad series before that comes out starting in in mid-September. Well, they were literally like, you have to watch episodes one and two today and three and four tomorrow and then five through eight or whatever. It was the appropriate
2: pace to not watch like 15 episodes every single day, but still get through it.
0: Portion control. They They broke it down. Yeah. 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 And they're
1: like, you could do it in one month or less than a month, I guess. So I see. There's that. Interesting. So I'm really excited for all these things to come out. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not out yet, but they're coming. They're like, winter is coming. Yeah.
0: Entertainment is coming. Anyway. Statistically, if we keep going with the podcast, more people will listen to this in the future. (laughs) So they'll look back and be like, wow, he was excited about those things. And I can see that from the future.
1: I'm really excited (laughs) to talk about them proper on the podcast, period. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm into this week. The the, like, it's Christmas Eve. I can't wait to see what Santa brings. (laughs) This is the second time you've used that. I yeah, see. I think I'm going to bring up Santa and Breaking Bad once an episode. Uh-huh.
2: You got to do Blink 182. It's Christmas Eve.
1: It's Christmas Eve, and I didn't binge
2: Breaking Bad yet.
1: <laughs> anyway. Settle the things on your list? Yeah. Yeah. Cartoons uh-huh. and more cartoons yep. and Breaking Bad
0: sequels. Wow. Very different when you compare them to each other like that. Two things of cartoons and one thing about making meth. Yep. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> My turn? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Robin!
2: Uh, My thing this week is I am into learning. Mm, Learning That's very healthy. Yeah.
0: You know what? I think yours is the best. We should really promote more of that. <laughs> I'm hey, learning. everyone, just go learn a thing. Anyway.
2: I bought a book on how to make computer games with Python. Nice. And I'm going to read the book and hopefully learn how to make computer games with Python. So stay tuned because hopefully next week I will also still be into learning with Python. <laughs> yeah, so you're looking By forward week, to stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. No, I got that book sitting on the counter. By next I'm week, super
0: pumped. you'll be like, a millionaire or a thousandaire or however much apparently people who they make, make video a lot of money. Make. All right, cool. They
2: make like six figures easy. So
0: we expect to get back to this. Touch back on this. Yes. Python's like a coding language. Mm-hmm. Is that the deal? All right, All right. sweet. Python. App development. <laughs> yes. What was my thing? Oh, romantic comedies, app development, cartoons, and meth. You we're know all what? over we're the all map. We're all people. Yep. You know, we're all just people. All right, let's get into news. So we're going to start with this, and this is like something I'm afraid of because it's a trap of there being news about this thing every week, which... I just don't like. I don't want the same thing to come up every week in a slightly different way because I think it's just like studios trying to get attention. But anyway. News has to talk about the weather every day, whether you like it or not. It's just like the friggin' weather trying to get attention. Anyway, there is Spider-Man MCU. It's a rumor. Sony has offered a new deal to Marvel that they're willing to give up 30% of Spider-Man movies and Venom movies to Marvel to keep or Disney whatever to keep you know them together that's the rumor it's like it's been reported by a few different sites so we'll see where it goes I'd be surprised if it wasn't true now that D23 is over they might feel like they can sort of go back to Kevin feige and have a discussion without him being so caught up in having to prepare for D23 or having his people have to prepare for D23 or whatever happens mm. so anyway I guess we'll continue to cover that or you know we could just wait until the decision is finally made i think
1: this solidifies the fact that it's a marketing thing if you're like there's another story about it every week in a row yeah it's kind of a non-story yes should we just talk about non-stories yeah this thing didn't matter but it happened
0: i think that can be said for most of the things that we say
1: yeah no that's that's we should just retitle the podcast that
0: does anyone else have any ideas about that is that it is it over
2: i think that's over (laughs) for now Until next week.
0: Yes, we'll see. What did you just call it? What did
1: we just call it? Things that don't matter? Yeah. So the next thing that doesn't matter.
0: Non-stories. The next thing that doesn't matter that we'll probably blow through really quickly is <laughs> Universal trying once again to start up the dark universe. So for those who don't know, Universal has been for the past few years trying to have their own make their own shared universe containing their sort of original monsters. Dracula, the mummy, the wolf man, the invisible man. Man, I want to uh, see those in who, an Avengers-type yeah, female. <laughs> it's, uh, who did Russell Crowe play in The Mummy? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. What a great idea this is. Anyway, they've been failing. They tried with Dracula Untold. No good. They tried with The Mummy and Tom Cruise's The Mummy last year two years ago. No good. So they pretty much scrapped it like a couple of times. And now it's back in the news. So they're calling it Dark Army. Paul Feig, he's, he's set to direct a monster movie called Dark Army that's supposed to be the next introduction into Universal's, this shared universe. So I've seen Dracula Untold. I didn't see The Mummy because it looked terrible. Dracula Untold was pretty terrible. Have either of you seen any of these movies? I might have seen like, The the Mummy's a series of stuff, right? There's a bunch of those? No, so that's a different one. That's a different mummy. Yep, different mummy.
2: So then I have not seen it.
0: (laughs) Not Brendan Fraser
1: or The Rock. That's not related. Russell Crowe, Tom Cruise. Man, this just sounds terrible. Yeah,
0: I don't think it's a good idea. Does everything
1: need a universe?
0: It really doesn't. So sort of one of my points is like, you could just make these movies. You don't have to like, everyone's trying to get into Marvel. It's got to tie in. But you could just make a Dracula movie this Halloween and a mummy movie next Halloween and just kind of relax. You know, not worry so much about making a shared universe. just chill make a movie
1: you know they can be standalone movies Yeah, it might be hard now to remember a time if you're a movie producer like before movies had to tie into each other I can't imagine having to pitch a movie and you're like there's just one we tie up everyone's storyline there's no more story to tell or like a TV show where you're like it's going to be one season that's it that doesn't make any business sense obviously because you have to leave it open-ended and that's where stuff gets off the rails when you're like, we can't tie it back in because it's got to fit with all these other things. Yeah. If it's just one standalone movie, you could actually execute much easier. Everything doesn't need to be a universe. Nope. I get their, their want to do it because they're like, everybody else has one. Boy, we have one.
0: Yeah, they could also just come up with a new idea. Like not <laughs> shove all of these monsters in a movie together. They don't just... sound like they fit well together either. At least superheroes oh, like, what would kind of make sense.
2: Monster stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see that, No, nope,
0: nope, They've been trying too hard to do that, which I think has made these movies that they have made suffer. I don't, I'm not sure anybody wants to.
1: If anybody likes the ghouls, though, out of us, the three of us, Robin would be the one that would be into the ghouls, I think. I don't know. You can speak for yourself.
2: Uh, I mean, I like creepy spooky monster stuff, but this sounds awful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like, what content do we own? Put them together. Yeah.
2: Just make a really creepy standalone monster movie and leave it alone. And How do don't we need get to put Jaws and Bigfoot movie?
1: on the screen together?
2: <laughs> Jaws versus Bigfoot. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly.
1: Sci-fi.
0: Yeah, Let us know. So, yeah, I I just think that they could make standalone movies and release them every Halloween and it would be fine. You don't have to try this hard. Like, I want to go see horror movies in the movie theater. Just put out a monster movie, not this. It's just trying too hard. Unless
1: someone has a good idea. Like, have an idea first. Don't have a like, they're coming up with a financial statement first. If we had all these movies that you had to see to make sense, like you, like we have movies A, B, C, and D, and then we're going to do E or F. So you have a string of movies and you can't see the next one until you catch up, you know, or you see a couple of them because then something is going to be lost on you. That's literally just them trying to like cast. A line out and and catch something.
0: You know what? You make a good point, regardless of whether or not you were making a point. I thought of this (laughs) while you were speaking. (laughs) I was making a point. Uh, The way that I might do it is introduce each of these monsters in their own standalone film. And then at the end of five years, however many monsters you have, make a Van Helsing movie and put them all in that. You could just like down the road make a Van Helsing a good Van Helsing movie and put them on. And he's like hunting sure. them down or yeah, whatever. Yeah. That might be a better way to go, other than maybe monsters banding
1: together to fight a. I don't know. It's like Suicide Squad, but I'm we'll getting into that Simpsons more, yeah. episode where all the uh, mascots for the town businesses come to life and there's like Lord <laughs> Lad donuts or whatever. Lord Lad, whatever yeah, yeah. his name is, so, yeah. and then they come up with the song. Just don't look. Just don't look because the monsters want you to look at them wow that's actually pretty damn relevant to the movie and they're like we're gonna put them all together check it out it's this big spectacle (laughs) Simpsons had it man Simpsons did it that's hilarious sorry Universal yep and they did it better um okay
0: so we're in agreement don't make it yeah please don't I mean I'm not gonna spend money on going to see it but.
2: I'll watch it for free when it's you know. I didn't on a even watch service th- I pay for.
0: I didn't even watch the Mummy for free. Just had no appeal. Is
2: that with Tom Cruise? Yeah, mm-hmm. just doesn't
0: look good. Anyway,
2: on to the next thing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the next thing is. So this week it was announced that Trevorrow, Col- Colin, Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow, is making a short film, a Jurassic World short film that's going to premiere Sunday night on FX that takes place in between Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and whatever the next one's going to be. Free. So have either of you seen Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dinosaurs get loose. The little clone girl releases all the dinosaurs mm-hmm. and she's like, be free. Yeah, I, I'm a clone. And they're clones So I'm setting them free Mm -hmm. And that's the end So now dinosaurs are out there in the world It's truly a Jurassic world So now we're getting this short film Dinosaurs maybe attacking people. What do we think this is going to be? Is there anything about what this... Royce, you introduced this to me. I hadn't heard about this. So... did you I see, receive
1: full credit did for you,
0: this story. <laughs> did you see anything that talks about the story, what the storyline's going to well, be? I think...
1: The, Battle at Big Rock. It said something about it's people camping and they come across dinosaurs or something. And it's it's one of the first times that they have like a major conflict or something. How much story is in eight minutes? Like it's shorter than like is, a regular show episode. This is just... Another they said there was like zero budget for it that they were like they'd film it in a weekend it's eight minutes (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I like the idea of it though it seemed to come out of nowhere yeah it certainly did I don't
0: know I mean I guess this is a smart thing to do get people sort of get feed people this kind of stuff before yeah, the next movie comes maybe out better so than stay a trailer. interested they like did something similar before Fallen Kingdom with all the promotional stuff with yeah. uh, Chris Pratt and um, Bryce Dallas Howard which to me the promotional stuff that they did with those two and Dinosaurs was more
1: fun than the movie ended up being uh, maybe this is good really there's a big not gonna fan be anybody of in Big J- Glass Ball These Jurassic World movies have been not that great. It's very similar
0: to what we were saying a
1: couple of weeks ago about Terminator.
0: Yeah. Like, not necessarily too dependent on the story story at this point but more right. just like there are dinosaurs on a giant screen in yeah, front of me it's and I different than the original
1: fucking money it's not trying to like push a boundary maybe they're trying to but it's not as iconic as the original jurassic park oh, it's there, just there's dinosaurs
0: and yeah. it's going crazy there was a lot of commentary on the original jurassic park like ethics and blah 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 mm-hmm. and now it's just in my mind sort of big budget blockbuster grab which is fine, like I'm gonna pay to see dinosaurs on the big screen. But yeah, do do they need these little marketing things to keep people interested? It like,
1: seems awesome. It seems like a great idea to yeah. me. Like, why not? Because you already have all these cameras and stuff. They're making this other film. You might as well be like, this is just a deleted scene. That I just- wonder
0: if that's what it. If that's what this is. If it was like something that they cut from a past or future movie that they were just like, it was going to be doctor the end it up scene. Yeah, yeah, that would have been perfect. Like, the end credits of Fallen Kingdom is this family's camping somewhere dude, not too far from the site.
1: I love that. Yeah. They, dude, every movie should just put out the end credits as a YouTube video to just stir buzz.
0: I feel like five years ago, people were sitting around in a room like this and be like, everyone should put that little Easter egg in an end credits scene. And now we've transcended that. So we're like, everyone should take that end credit scene and put it on TV. <laughs>
1: and tweet it to everyone <laughs> yeah. like you said like how do you get the buzz going about the movie or the project uh, this is something different i think it's cool i'm kind of excited for it even though we don't have tv so i don't know how we're going to watch it it's got to be put on oh, youtube no it's going to be day. immediately up
0: uh, what do you think robin uh, you going to tune into fx you know get fx plus <laughs> for all the Jurassic World content no no <laughs>
2: I mean, if they put it on like YouTube, I'll probably watch it, but I think they need to stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not gonna. I know. It's just gonna be dinosaur movies. Well, we can talk about it next week and see if we're actually excited for Jurassic World 3 yeah. or not. Let me turn this around. They're good Although, with trailers, I though. I haven't really thought about it. Cause you're like, whoa, look at that crazy thing. It's just like Terminator, like you said. Yeah. A lot of spectacle. Yep. All on right. to the next thing. <laughs> So, okay, that's pretty much the
0: bullshit. Now let's get into the bigger bullshit. I think it blew everyone's collective mind yesterday when James Gunn tweeted out the cast list for Suicide Squad.
2: There's 24 people.
0: 24 people, some of them returning characters from the first one, like um, Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller the government official who puts together the Suicide Squad. Uh, You've got the guy from the RoboCop reboot and The Killing returning as Rick Flagg, who's sort of the team leader, I guess. Anyway, you've got some returning characters and you've got some new characters. But within the new characters, the new names on the cast list, some of them are very well known and some of them are extremely unknown. Some of them are sports stars and some of them are just, yay, never heard of them ever. Uh, So it's a very interesting list. James Gunn also said, don't get too attached, which I think means that he's taking this in the direction of the Suicide Squad. There Lots will of them be, are going to die. A lot of them die. So I don't know if you guys are familiar. I didn't see the suicide squad movie nope i don't mm-hmm. think you guys did okay neither of you did the way the suicide squad works is amanda waller and the government puts an exploding chip in the neck or brain of the members of the suicide squad so if they go try to escape her orders they or blow they blow you to, exactly up. they
1: blow your head up so it's a little episode one for you
0: it could be <laughs> <laughs> it could be a little bit of that some characters might die of that. And some characters might just die from the mission. The premise of the first movie, I believe, is Amanda Waller putting together a team to stop Superman if he goes, if he needs stopping, which just seems like a ridiculous premise. Like, you've got a woman with a baseball bat and a guy who Good can luck. shoot guns really well and a guy who throws boomerangs to stop Superman. I mean, you just—they just they just didn't think about it, I guess. But anyway, so we've got James Gunn directing this one. We've got that cast list. We've got some new characters. King Shark is one of them. He's pretty great. I don't know. I don't remember the rest. But anyway, there's some characters that we... There's some actors that we know who they're playing and there's some that we don't. Uh, And there's a lot of speculation out there, which I don't think we're going to get into. But we didn't see the first Suicide Squad movie. This is sort of a soft reboot where some of the characters are returning, but most of the characters are new. I don't think either of us were excited about this beforehand, even with James Gunn at the helm. But now, what do we think about this? And if they don't... Set it up this where if it's just a, a task force X to complete these dangerous missions that no one else wants to complete, not just specifically fighting, having to fight off Superman, which is just ridiculous. Uh, they haven't released a plot though, right? That's no, just a, he's this is all we know about it. Is right. this Elba? Are we are we excited for it? When I asked that question, Robin's looking at the list, the cast list that James Gunn tweeted, and seeing Taika Watiti. And immediately going, yes, she's excited. He's playing a wacky (laughs) droid.
2: I mean, he can do no wrong Uh so far like he hasn't really fucked up anything he's done I think as soon as he pulls a Ryan Johnson and completely fucks up Thor or whatever he's just playing a
1: character though I think he's he's now at that level or point or whatever where you're just putting him in he's a little salt and pepper but he's great he is very good he's a very good with all these people they're not like gonna get screen time equally like someone could show up for a second and go he could be quirky for a minute or yeah. maybe the whole thing. There I don't could know. be
0: two group two groups and like yeah. it's a mixture of known and unknown actors and they all get killed off or whatever. I'm very excited to see JoJo Rabbit. I think he directed and stars in that. She looks pretty great, Royce. If you're unfamiliar,
1: we should watch the trailer.
0: But anyway, that's the
2: one I sent you, where you're like, "I don't get it." It's the kid uh, whose imaginary friend is Hitler. Yeah. yeah,
1: that one went way over my head.
0: <laughs> Apparently, so the good. Hitler Youth was. Did, did anyone learn about this in school? I never learned about some. Th- of this there stuff were kids in that were school. groomed to be were Nazis. Like, yeah, yeah. Did not know, but anyway, it looks good. I'm excited uh, to see it, but I also think he's really great. I'm sorry if I interrupted you.
2: That's fine. No, I'm excited. Uh I'm excited for him, and I'm excited for Flula Borg who is just amazing. He's funny. So I'm assuming his character is just going to be ridiculous and silly and
1: Yeah, I hope he keeps his accent like he's just him. That's what it.
2: that's kind of what I'm hoping.
1: Is that the guy that's like a YouTube star? He's on Conan every now and then. Okay. He like makes music. He he's a comedian. These? Like where, where? did James Gunn? How did he dig <laughs> up some of the? Like how did he know? I, I think, dude, you just said it. You're like, is he a YouTube star? Like they're picking pop culture icon people, like Pete Davidson. He's gonna be in it because he's yeah, well, popular, relevant, and it's probably gonna just be off the wall.
0: There's lots of different people, and there's lots of like obscure comic book characters. I, yeah, put them all in, and you might not even even need some of them to be talent because they're just nonsense characters that you're going to kill off. Like we've talked about before on the show, some of these obscure characters are getting more of the stage light now, but you might just be introducing Polka Dot Man and Rat Catcher to get killed off, where you're going to keep around Rick Flag and Captain Boomerang. And Will Smith isn't in this. He played Deadshot in the first one. He isn't in this one, so it's unclear if they're bringing in another Deadshot or just dropping that character off completely. Do you um, think
1: you'll have to see the first Suicide no, Squad?
0: No. I think that they were very careful about that because the first one <laughs> was not very well it. received. So that's why this is sort of a soft
1: reboot. Sequel reboot. Sea boot. That's where we're at with that. I'm kind of in. When we talk about the premise of these things, they normally sound pretty good until you see a trailer or the thing comes out and someone can actually break it down to be like, they didn't follow through. As good as they could have. Mm-hmm. It was just an interesting idea to get everybody like somebody on this list. The more you look at this list, you're like, oh, that person
0: from that other thing? I like so many of the people on this list. I, I can't even, I don't even know how to go through them. I mean, I really like Idris Elba. It's a shame he's never like been in anything good. Maybe this will be the first good thing he's in. We shall see. I think James Gunn is good at his job. Did he do he the last some, Suicide Squad? No, no. Sure. He had some tricky problems over the past year with some old right. tweets and Disney dumped him and then they brought him back but he was already doing suicide squad so he's on board for the next
1: he makes fun Guardians movies. of the Galaxy I think those are really fun if he makes them in a similar vein but they just they're not like upbeat like the galaxy movies they're mm-hmm. like just have a different tone to fit DC okay
0: yeah but i think he did this well i don't know anything but i think it seems like he could have done this in a good way where you can keep the level of darkness insert some humor, but by keeping the level of darkness, you just have these expendable characters, which is what the Suicide Squad is all about. You sort of get it from the viewer standpoint of being like, oh, this is fun, and these characters who don't matter can just sort of Disappear and new ones be brought on and it keeps it entertaining. And yeah. from the sui- and from the comic book movie perspective, where you've named the movie the Suicide Squad and they're actually in there as tools of the government who doesn't care if they live or die because they're just villains. Yeah, that's an awesome. You're just aiming awesome the setup. weapon, um, more or less. Ye Robin, are you excited? <laughs> Did this make you excited? Factoring out Tiga Watiti and understanding that we never saw the first one, but it wasn't well received.
2: Uh, I'm partially excited. Mm-hmm. I think. Based on the cast, it has the potential to be really good.
1: They're going to have to do a lot of marketing to convince people that didn't care about the first one to care about this one, though. And I think this is the first seed in that cheeky tweet from the director, director who's already well received from other stuff. He tweets this out. Don't get too attached. And you're like, oh, these people are going to die. And he's like, whoa, look at all the people that are in it. Part of the marketing train, and I'm going to start to slowly buy into that. We'll see what comes out next to follow up.
2: Also, I do feel like I need to point out that Idris Elba was in Ragnarok. Right. So he wasn't. Oh, something he was good, good in the Thor
0: movies. Yeah. I, I like all of the Thor movies, more or less. And he was been in all of them. So I and guess he was that great. and he was also in Might Was he in, in Avengers. Avengers? I can't remember. I don't remember. Oh, he was in Infinity War at the very beginning of Infinity War. He gets mirrored. <laughs> um so the first Suicide Squad movie came out in twenty sixteen. It is now twenty nineteen. For those of you listening from the future, or the past. It is now 2019. James Gunn's version doesn't come out until 2021. I think there's plenty of time for people to just wow, forget really? about.
2: This is crazy. Yeah, I feel like he might have stuff. dropped this a little too early.
0: Uh, I think that he dropped this maybe when the cast list was finalized. Sort of, yeah, And they're gonna start production. Um.
2: But now for the next possibly two years, we're gonna be hearing about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Gives us content to talk about. <laughs> well, dude, think about from their perspective, they already have a script you know what I mean that's already in the bag probably like 95 percent you know Mm -hmm. so like you said they have the cast list now they can start talking about it and he knows everything so he knows who those people are going to play and he knows what the characters end up doing or not doing living or not living squadding or not squadding
0: yeah production starts this month so we have two years before we see a product Probably one year and a little bit before we get a teaser or trailer.
1: I feel like we should say these things up front. You're
0: so right. I think about that every
1: week. It totally impacts how I care about it. Yeah, because then you're like, wait, two years? Like, what are we gonna care about in two years? (laughs) So you're like, currently now, I want to know more.
0: Judging by the past like 30 years of my life, I'm gonna be caring about the same stuff. (laughs) So might be safe to say. In two years, I'll be like, "All right, I remember talking about this two years ago." The end.
1: I mean, I know we'll still be interested enough to like comment on it, but the amount of other content coming out between now and then is just so much. So I wonder how, what like what the landscape of the industry will be then.
0: Maybe there won't even be
1: an industry. Look at all of these actors. Don, don, don. There's just too many. Does Fluborg um, act? Yes,
0: he has an I am. Nathan Fillon. I also really like Nathan Fillion. Fillion. Fillion.
1: Firefly him?
0: yeah he's also voiced Green Lantern a few times maybe he'll play Green Lantern in the Suicide Squad maybe <laughs> he's back maybe they'll now. be like we need a squad to defeat Green Lantern it's just like stop going up against superheroes
1: <laughs> we need a squad to defeat the mummy yeah we're doing a crossover
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um all oh right. The super secret surprise question for the group that Joey asks the group and they have to answer. It's called the same thing every week.
1: Surprise question time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it needs a jingle. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I just nailed it. You
0: did. You nailed it. We don't even need the question because you nailed it so well. Okay. No, I think this could um This could be good, because the question I have, I think we could... I hope we could get a little bit more into than we have in the past couple. The past couple have been pretty silly, right? But now... Sure, let's take it serious. All of the subsequent titles of Star Wars movies more or less make sense. You know what I mean? So, my question this week, surprise question to the group, is... I feel you're smiling as you think when I ask something like, Was there a Ghostbusters? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did they really bust the ghosts? <laughs> that would have been a good one. But my question is because I don't think we've ever discussed this as a group, or if we have, I don't remember, but we've been friends for a pretty long time. And I, I don't think we've ever sort of discussed this in full. So I want to know how we all came to be fans of Star Wars. What got you into it in the first place, and when? This is gonna be so emotional.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Do you wanna who go? Wants to Do I wanna first? go? I'm gonna. Be who a talks mic first? Do you talk first. You yeah.
0: talk first.
2: <laughs> uh, I started watching Star Wars because I worked with a bunch of nerds who really liked Star Wars, and I didn't see one at all until. 2014.
0: Which one did you see first?
2: A New Hope. I watched them in order. Okay. Well, in order. Yeah,
1: theatrical release order. Yeah. What's gotcha. your, your favorite era and or film then?
2: Uh, I like the original trilogy the best.
1: No favorite in between the original trilogy?
2: No. How did you
1: miss it from?
2: Because my family didn't watch it. Yeah. And then P- it was one of those things that like people were so into. I was like, that's stupid and I'm never watching Star mm-hmm. Wars. <laughs> and then I watched Star Wars.
1: Tale as old as time.
2: I, I avoided it for a long time and then I gave in interesting maybe
1: it wasn't super marketed towards young girls in the 19 1997 when the special editions came out i think that's probably like around the time i got into it because i would have been a young kid and i remember seeing like the original cuts on like tv or vhs or whatever but when the special editions came out they re-released them in theaters and i went to see them with my dad Mm -hmm. like we went to see them it was just like just existed as a movie as a kid And the music was fucking sweet. I was sold on the music. Makes sense.
2: I like the music. That's probably one of my favorite parts.
1: Yeah. It takes, like, that's what transports me into the universe is the music more than anything.
0: Interesting. So was your family, any member or members of your family, fans of Star Wars with you growing up, even before the special editions were released?
1: Yeah. Well, it must have been because we had, like, every Star Wars video game. I don't know when they, like, started making those games, but we had, like, every obscure 90s video game. I could go down the list of, like, (laughs) every single one probably my oldest brother rob was definitely into it because it was around but that re-release was like the hype you know yeah they're like it's out now for a new generation the same thing that's happened happening now like there's another star wars for a new generation and i don't think my dad's a super star wars like nerd he's a little bit of a nerd like hippie nerd kind of guy but uh he was into it to some degree and was like sure we can go to see this together because i watched this like you know Mm -hmm. back in my day all right what about your brother russ
0: no? Uh, well, well, I guess brothers. we've
1: discussed that, yeah,
0: Russ, sorry. Sorry, Rob. Russ. Huh. No, uh, he I was, guess like, around I discussed it. that his, his favorite movie is Rogue One because he's not really into Star Wars. We said, we've said we said that on a previous podcast. So.
1: Well, it's kind of like what Robin, like, hit on. Like, I feel like for a while it was like, oh, you're into sci-fi. Yeah, and that yeah. wasn't cool. It's wicked cool now. He was aware of it but never dove into it because he was on the different... Sitting at a different lunch table, you know. Right. But he like definitely celebrates it now. But on the same aspect, you would celebrate Jurassic World or whatever. You're like, it's just a big blockbuster movie that's coming out. Mm. And then those people enjoy it more though. Yeah, yeah, because they can't pick it apart like we do. Like yeah. we're
0: we're most uh, we're most critical of the things that we love, I think, and that's part of why we're we're doing this Dude, podcast.
1: I was never critical though when the prequels came out. Yeah, well, I I didn't care. Were you it nine was nine or ten. Yeah, 1999, if it was that one, yeah. Phantom Menace came out. Yeah, so it would have been like 10 years old. Right. Like, what are you that critical about when you're 10? Yeah. I didn't care about the story. It was like there's lightsabers, there's effects. George Lucas got that right for kids. He takes a lot of shit for how Star Wars has hold, held up over time. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, that hit perfectly. I had lots of awesome Star Wars toys yep. and lots of awesome Star Wars video games and I really want to go play some Star Wars video games Yeah, right me too, now. So all of really, a sudden. Jeez, Louise. I'm feeling the urge. Uh, anyway, how did you connect with it? That's a really
0: good question. I'm glad you asked it. I have... <laughs> (laughs) I'm glad I asked it to you to ask it back to me. I have really no idea. Like I I thought of this question thinking like we could get maybe more seriously into the end of this show. Mm. And I couldn't come up with an answer. Like not one point in time. No. And none of my family was into it. I know that we had the VHS of the original trilogy because I have them with me now. Like I carry them on my person at all times. (laughs) But I remember seeing them on TV, like you said, growing up. And then the prequel trilogy came out and I went to see them in theaters and... Yeah, I don't even remember the release of the special editions in 97 being a critical point. But I know that I was into it. Like there's there's a point in my life where I'm just like, Star Wars is everything to me. And I just like can't pinpoint that. I'm really glad it happened for whatever reason it happened. And then obviously being in college, putting the two of us, you and I together in college really sort of facilitated more of that coming out with more video games and yeah, yeah. watching the movies and having maybe more in-depth discussions and research on on more of this sort of expanded universe stuff but yeah i i have no idea other than that just one point in my life i started watching and learning more about star wars all the
1: time yeah well i think that speaks to like doesn't matter if like what your age is where you are in your lifetime yeah. like it's just good stuff right or at least that original trilogy it seems like everybody appreciates the original trilogy for yeah. the most part
0: I appreciate the original trilogy I appreciate what George Lucas claims to have done with the special edition versions it's his art that he's trying to you know completely capture I, I just, give him a lot of crap for what he says about making Star Wars for kids with the Phantom Menace because it seemed like a reaction cop exclusively to to Jar Jar Binks and then that was his argument for years. Right. Like does anybody Okay. It was never for you, it was always
1: for kids. It was dude.
0: always for kids, but then in Revenge of the Sith he murders children. Children get murdered well, in Revenge like of the PG-13 Sith. Or it's like whatever, Yeah, it's a PG thirteen yeah. release, which is first of all, like you said, it was for kids. <laughs> it's fine. And then and then he, he kills kids in the movie. Yeah. So I also think something's to be said of for for anyone listening who cares and, and doesn't know this. He he only wrote and directed A New Hope. And I question how much he actually. (laughs) There's all, there's stories about them not, you know, no studio accepting his sort of first draft of the story for Star Wars and then him having to go back to the drawing board and maybe his wife influencing the story and then it getting accepted. But, you know, Empire, the one that I think we can all point to is. It's cool. One of the best was not written or directed by George Lucas. Right. And then he wrote and directed our prequel trilogy. Right. So there's something to be said there. It's his universe, anyway, though. This his universe. Dude, the it's thing all that's— all
1: fine. The thing I love most about the special editions, they get a lot of hate. And, like, I grew up on them, so I don't care so much. It is interesting to see what they change, and you're like, oh yeah, that's a little— It just takes you out of it. Dude, but, so we had the special edition VHSs. When you start them, they start with the behind the scenes before the movie even starts. Hmm. Because it's a tape, right? It's not, you can't go to the DVD menu, menu, you know? There was like an hour of stuff before the movie came in. Right. I've always loved to see how stuff was made. Yeah. And it started with that. And some of it was included with like how they maybe changed things, like the newer things they added. Right. But some of it was just how they made the, the films, period. And that's just like, cool. That like sold me. You're like, I'm in it. They made this thing. They're transporting me away to a galaxy far, far away in a long time ago, and you got to see how they did it, and your mind is just, like, going crazy. Yeah.
0: No, that's really interesting. The VHSs that I have are, like— The originals, though, right? They're theatrical releases, but before the movies, there is an interview with George Lucas— and he talks about his ideas. And maybe it's not each one. Maybe it's just Star Wars that has the interview before it. But anyway, at least one of them has the interview with George Lucas before it and he talks about the story. And he goes a little bit into his story continuing with the prequels. Like, whenever that interview was recorded, he already had an idea right. for Anakin's origin, which is just super interesting to watch. It puts a whole new sort of perspective on it. Like, even back then, the wheels were turned about making a prequel series of movies, which is just very interesting to hear. Hopefully, hopefully the catalyst for that thought wasn't Jar Jar Binks, but maybe it was. But also, like I said, hey, listen, go listen to "Why We Love Star Wars" by Kem Napsaki. Changed my mind a little bit on Jar Jar Binks. Also, that actor just went through some really terrible stuff, obviously with like fan backlash, and yeah, he's that more recently come out with like his his took emotional Took twenty years state. to bounce back from. Yeah, it. so. That's really shitty. Everyone, just leave everybody alone. Like, it's not his fault. Leave him alone. I mean, it's a little late now, but uh, the same thing with Rose from totally. the Last Jedi. She like, she got bombarded and, and got yeah. Uh, yeah, and like deleted her Twitter account and stuff. And it's just like, just come on.
1: Nah, and it's not their fault. No, it's like they were. And even
0: if just, like also by it's not their fault. We're not saying go after the directors and the screenwriters. Just fucking don't watch either it. Put microphones in front of your faces and bitch about it to the internet <laughs> or. Just don't harass people. Yeah, don't go after
1: the people. Yeah, that's
0: rough. Jeez. Write a script or something. How you would have done it. Anyway, so that's that. I have no idea how I got into Star Wars, but I'm glad I'm here. (laughs) That is
1: insane.
0: I can't believe that. All right. Well, we nailed that question. You know what? It wasn't even about whether we thought a thing was a thing. I just feel all warm and fuzzy now. Yeah, I mostly feel warm and sweaty. You can feel warm and fuzzy. I feel warm and sweaty. (laughs) Anyway, that's the end of the show. If you'd like to reach us, you can find us at krypton2alderon at gmail.com. We're also at Krypton Alderon on Twitter. Check that out, you know, give us a follow. And then, you know, you can find us wherever podcasts are. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Podbean, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up, give us a review, send us some hate mail, whatever you want. Reach out or Reach don't. out
1: with your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't re- not
0: with your feelings. Oh no, we didn't do a thing. But I just want to say one last thing before we go. Okay. In both episodes we've released so far, we mentioned midichlorians. We didn't do it this episode, Mm. so I'm just saying the word midichlorian.
1: Just for continuity? Yeah. Sure. The end. All right. (laughs) I've been Joey. I've been Royce.
2: I've been Robin. And we've been Krypton Krypton to Alderaan.
0: Alderaan. Next time, we're just going to make Robin do it by herself. (laughs) We'll go. (gasps)